Hey everybody, this is a LexG podcast. Uh, this will be a quickie. This is just tossing this off because I was having a nice chuckle. I was talking to one of my Twitter buddies and I, I want to see... They've reopened this movie theaters in Los Angeles, particularly in the Burbank area. And I'm mad because they're, you know, everyone's rushing to go back to the cinema. They're very uh, full. I mean, they're only allowing like 30% in or 25% in or some small number like that. So after like 20 people buy tickets, uh, they don't sell anymore. They block off all the seats around it. So it looks like it's going to be an ordeal to try to get in. And um, I want to see this movie Chaos Walking. I don't know why. I have some misplaced allegiance for... Uh, Allegiance to Doug Lyman because he made Swingers and Go and Born Identity, you know, three three movies I love from early on in his career. And he's done some other good stuff. Like I like The Wall. I like Edge of Tomorrow. But um, he can be a little hit or miss. Anyway, I want to see that. I like Daisy Ridley for probably obvious reasons. And I want to. And so, guys, like, you're going to be so bored. It's so. It's a zone out. You know, we were talking about zone out movies. This podcast is going to be about zoning out it's so weird that movies are my favorite thing on earth. Like all my life. I don't know that I zoned out as bad when I was a kid. As I've gotten older, I am so bored at most movies, even though I love them, even movies I think are good. When I say I'm zoning out, a lot of people will, will take that like, Oh yeah, that's a terrible movie. Huh? It's so bad. I fell asleep. I can fall asleep or get super tired. I don't get the full Z's like the Sandman doesn't entirely get his hooks in, but uh, say in a, in a random year, I would go to see a hundred movies in a theater. I would say at least 45 of those. I'm at some level of exhausted, drooping eyelids. My brain, I can just feel my brain not at a hundred percent engaged with the movie. And it's not necessarily a fault of the movie because I can stay wide awake for Tyler Perry's Meatball Fest 3 and Medea Takes a Dump or, um, you know, there was an awful, what was that awful movie last year? Like a Boss with, uh, you know, the, the two, Tiffany Haddish and, and Rose Byrne were the two buddies and they were at a cosmetics empire or something. Terrible movie. Terrible. But it's bright colors. A big part of it to me is your movie's got to be lit like a bad NBC sitcom. If it's bright, if it looks like fucking Superstore or something, something, it keeps my eyes alert. Like if it was lit like Stanley Kubrick's The Shining, bright, white. The thing is, this is just part of it, a subliminal part of it. This isn't the only reason you can zone out. But I, I if something is clear, bright sheen, I'm, I'm more or less like there was a, was it the, the best best man's wedding or something like that. You know, it was the sequel to the best. I can't remember what the original, you know, the original was the best man had like Tay Diggs and all those guys, Eddie Cibrian. And uh, anyway, there was a sequel to it a couple of years ago, which wasn't a great movie, but I was like never more enraptured in a movie just because it was projected properly, very digital looking and a super clear sheen. And then there'll be a movie that I've waited all year. Oh, I can't wait. I got to see inherent vice. Uh, and it, it, people will go, well, that's because you didn't like it. It doesn't matter. It's just, there's a certain grayness sometimes or a certain uh, it does, just a grayness within me, within my head. Like I get to the theater, I'm excited. A lot of times it's big anticipation. If I've waited all year for this, oh my God, it's so stentorian. It's a new Spielberg movie. It's a new Christopher Nolan movie. That plays into it because I'm, I'm so panicked. Where am I going to sit? Who's going to sit by me? Is some guy going to sneak in and eat a rotisserie chicken three seats away? Um, you know, is some guy going to like loudly smack his lips with his juju candy or whatever the, the gummy bears, whatever that there's this like old person popping sound that some people can do where they cluck their tongue while they're eating candy. It's, it's literally the most disgusting sound you can hear in a movie theater. You know, it's just, all these things weigh on me and, and make going to the movies very nerve wracking. So when there's a 
big ordeal kind of movie, more times than not, I'll zone out or I'm just sitting there beating myself up inside. Like, you're loving this, right? This is important, right? You're loving this. This is what you've waited for. This is it. This is the movie. And it wears me down. And like halfway through, it usually happens like 45 minutes into movies where it's going to happen. My brain just takes a free fall. I catch myself like I'm watching it. I'm enjoying it. And then I think to myself, wait, what just happened in that last scene? Wait, what was that last line? And my mind, it's like going down a rabbit hole of, wait, what was that and that? And next thing you know, my, my eyelids start sinking. Um, I'm in some fugue state of watching it, but I feel tired and I just want to close my eyes and I can't help but think like, God, if we could put this on pause and I could go get in a 15 minute power nap, I could come back and join and like fully psychologically re-engage with this movie. But no, I'm zoned out and it happens. Good movies, bad movies. It doesn't matter. It's way more likely to happen in good movies. Actually, what I'm saying is like people go, oh, you fell asleep because it was bored. No. No, it happened. Carlito's Way is my classic example of this. Brian De Palma, when I was a teenager, was one of my favorites. Car- Carlito's Way being like um, almost like a, a follow-up, you know, return to the gangster, you know, Latin gangster origins of Scarface, one of my classic movies and everything. I They had this trailer that was scored to the Born on the Fourth music. It was Pacino at the height of his, you know, right after his little comeback with Sea of Love when he was just kicking ass and everything. He had the beard. He had the wings in his hair. He was Carlito. It had Sean Penn, my other favorite actors. And it was like these two greats in a crime thing in the 70s with Puerto Rican guys and gangsters and shootouts. I was so excited about this, but I was in college. I was a commuter. I would have to take the bus and I would have to get a, a pass to get on another bus and then I'd be downtown and then I'd go do this. Anyway, I couldn't wait to get off campus that Friday to get back to my little suburban land in Pittsburgh and borrow my, <laughs> it's like 20 years old, by the way, I've, I've been here before with these stories, but like 20 years old, most guys are like doing their internship on campus, really politically active, you know, getting girls and being part of the school and going to games and stuff, being in a frat. My big thing was I couldn't wait to get off campus so I could get back to the North Hills of Pittsburgh to showcase North so I could see Carlito's way. And it was my whole year was like, that's going to be the best movie ever made. True Romance was the other one of that season, but I was so excited for those. But Carlito's way in particular, I got in the movie. It's This is all I've been waiting for. And I just, you know, from running around, it's a Friday afternoon. It, the Sandman just comes for you, man. He just comes in. He gets his hooks in you. And I was so tired and zoned out. And I do this thing where I start, like, kind of slapping my fit. Not to look like a moron in the theater, but I, I'm, like, plucking at beard hairs and, like, trying to chew something as if it's gum. Because you need to get some sort of tears or eyes watering to wake your brain up because your brain is lulled into the state of zoning out. Like, you're just zoned out. You can't pay attention. And... It happens, and then when it's over, I feel so sad and disappointed, dejected in myself. It happened a year or two ago with that, a couple years ago now, that uh, the Kenneth Branagh Murder on the Orient Express, which isn't a great movie or anything, but I was kind of excited about seeing all the stars, and, and he had a big stash and the egg, and I was like, I can't wait to see that. It looks like a fun mystery romp kind of thing, and it starts out, he's you know, and I was it was misprojected and that that'll add to it a lot. It's already kind of a dark movie, but when they do that dim projection, especially at like suburban multiplex theaters, and it's just a sea of gray, it looks washed out, you know, from the trailers and the YouTube clips and, and everything that this isn't, you're not seeing what you're supposed to be seeing. You can tell, at least I can tell. Cause I'm like an authority. Like I don't bring it, break out like the Kubrick light meter, but you can see, you know, you know, right away in the trailers when that, the, the trailers start with the green band of the RPG, whatever, the rating, the MPAA rating. And if it's not that right, it should be that shade of gray green 
green. The, this is just like Spectrum Unleashed again, isn't it, man? But this should be that shade of green that you see when you watch it on YouTube, when you watch it on your TV. But if it's that grayish, washed out, foresty green, you know that they've left the 3D cap on or they're, you know, they've jacked the light down light down in the projection booth and the movie's going to look like shit and when it's gray like that that gray gets into my gray brain i'm already in free fall from the moment i get into the movie when it's an anticipated movie i'm like i gotta stay awake you're loving this you're loving this you know like some people are very bitter and they go into movies to hate watch them or they especially as guys get older i found the guys over like 35 it becomes like music you know like music you don't stick with music your whole life you know unless you're in the biz like i American Idol's on Lionel Richie's 172 years old and he's like they're always like I'm gonna sing this song by uh, Billy Eilish and he's like oh yeah yeah Billy like how do you know Billy like you're older than my dad my dad hasn't heard music since like Sinatra that's the way it should be as an old man like I'm I'm Gen X like I anything after like I, I, the early t- and I stuck with it longer than most guys like most guys check out a music as soon as they get married get a job like what are you doing driving to work and I'm nostalgic for you know some 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 song from when I was 32 All right. But I digress. I digress. Okay. Point being like a lot of people go to the movies and they're not that. Some people are really enthusiastic to be there because they don't go that often. It's like going to an amusement park. Like you wouldn't fall asleep on a roller coaster and it can be a big family event. They get the gang together. They get their kids together. They spend $120 on popcorn. They maybe see five, 10, 15 movies a year and they're going to see like the new Disney thing or the Marvel thing. They're so stoked and they're all into it. And it's a collective experience. And I think a lot of people go when there's big crowds and you're far less prone to zoning out if it's a big crowd there's a certain energy as embarrassing as it is to say that's why we like going to a movie theater i i don't like sitting next to people i dread like i sit there um if you go to the movies with me never do it because I, i sit there like scowling and if someone's sitting like eight rows away on the opposite end and they check their phone i'm just like fuming about it and if there's some like the usher comes with the broom before the real end of the movie and i see you know i hear their broom clack and there's I, I have like senses like I go to so many movies like when someone uh like the doors to the auditorium there's a certain air suction that I can feel it in my head I'm like a Native American tracker I'm like Branscombe Richmond on uh Renegade or something <laughs> like when, when someone comes in and out of the theater, I can hear that suction whoosh and I'm like oh who just opened the door is someone is there a theater hopper because uh when you go to the multiplex there's always theater hoppers and it's always like a weird old guy like you go to see Bad Boys 3 and you're like how you know an hour and a half into the movie and everyone's kind of into it in the theater and then like old man with his you know you know uh <laughs> his t- um, with his gout and his uh, jock shoes and his flood pants and his you know la weekly and his stringy hair and he looks like mean gene or something he comes in he's like <laughs> and sits down and he's already laughing at jokes like I, what was that movie the sitter with seth uh no not seth rogue jonah hill and there's joe there was a running gag and, and that had a payoff at the end and someone snuck in for just the last 10 minutes and they laughed at a gag that like you wouldn't have understood if you hadn't seen People are nuts. People sneak in, and I'm a nervous wreck the whole time. In fact, that's one of the only things maybe that keeps me awake is the terror that somebody else is going to come into the theater and ruin the movie for me. <laughs> but on these, when I go, it's like 11.50 in the afternoon, in the morning, basically, and it's gray projection and three guys in windbreakers at strategic points in the theater so we don't bother each other. Usually, you know, everyone probably has a skid, and so the guy's like, he's snuck in his Shasta or whatever. <laughs> but... You get bored. You're just bored. And I'm bored all the time in the movies. I'm not like the family that this is a big event for. I've seen 88 other movies this year. I'm not going to be wide awake for Seaberg. I'm not. Even though I like Kristen Stewart and it's got things that I'll enjoy in it. 
there's it's there's it's a free fall. It's zone out. You're just zoned out. You're like this is boring. It's so boring, and it's weird that it's my hobby. I, I, are there people who like they love football, but they fall asleep in football games? Probably not. It's probably exciting to them. I put myself through this. Somebody made a funny joke like Lex G is the only person who <laughs> he has a rare relationship with movie going where he only goes to, he he includes going to see movies he has no interest in. Yes, I do that. I have to check them off. I have to see everything that plays. I don't know why. I think I'm some sort of movie critic even though I'm not. No one pays me. No one asks me to do this. Nobody cares what my thought is on like a boss or, you know, uh, the forest with Natalie Dormer or whatever, but I'm there front and center, man. I got to do this. It's a weird OCT, OCD compulsion. And I get in, I'm like, I'm, I like the ritual. I like my popcorn. I like my ticket stub. I collect all my stubs going back 32 years. I like the trailers. I like the little game of like, where am I going to sit? And it, you know, it's a whole ritual that I've built up into complete insanity and complete madness. Then once the movie starts, like I said this in another podcast, I think it's just, I'm like, Oh shit. I'm bored and I, I start watching like my watch or I start thinking it's in the old days. They used to have the real change markers and you knew the first real change was a 15, 35, 55 and I could count down. And it's such a weird thing. Like this is supposed to be my beloved hobby. Even a movie. I'm so excited, like a Blade Runner 2049 or whatever. When I know it's that stentorian length, like Spectre or whatever, when the new Bond movie comes out, I'll be a wreck from the minute I sit down. I'm going to be like, okay, two and a half hours left. Okay. Two twenty five left. Okay. And I even am so weird. I'll start saying like, like the name, I'll be like, Escape from New York left, 99 minutes left, Escape from New York left, Caddyshack left, 100 minutes left, um, okay, you've gotten this far, you got 80 minutes left, that's, uh, you know, and I would think of like an 81-minute move, and I am counting down in my head every minute, I just cannot wait for it to end so I can leave, and if I can make it to the end without going into this dreaded state of like, my heart gets heavy. I can feel myself breathing a little more out of my nose. I don't know if this is some blood pressure issue because I've talked to other people. They, it's a lot of, some people know what I mean. Everyone kind of universally knows what zone out is or what getting tired is. But I'm talking about just like a complete physiological shutdown of boredom from watching this movie. Even if it's something, it could be filled with my favorite actresses. It could be filled with explosions. I, there, you know, even big Michael Bay movies that I was excited I've hit the zone. And, and again, people go, well, that's because it sucked or there's a certain sameness to the CGI. No, because there'll be one Transformers movie I'm wide awake and in my glory for, and the other one that's exactly like it. It's just a body thing. It's just my body clock. And with these theaters being closed for the last year, I got to experience movies the way I'd like to experience them. Watching them all on streaming, you know, it erased all the magic, all the luster of going to the, you know, the movie house and the, the audience, you know, you're fucking Toto from Cinema Paradiso sitting there like, oh, you know, all googly eyed so you can watch, you know, the Mauritanian or whatnot. <laughs> but at home, I was dreading this and I was like, wait a minute, I'm starting to zone out. And, you know, I'd put on, uh, I don't know what even the early realm of the streaming movies, like The Outpost or was it wasn't that one with uh, Scott Eastwood, you know, Tenet eventually came around that way, which I liked a lot. But uh, try to think of some of the early ones that came to Capone and I would watch them and like clockwork, that 45 minutes in, I must just have a sleep cycle or a boredom cycle, a zone-out cycle. I get to minute 45, 48, I feel my brain is no longer... That's Maybe it's TV has done it to us. Maybe it's just 
my rhythms. I'm so bored and I'm so tired. And I was like, well, I'll pause this. I go in and take like an, an hour nap or something. I come back and I'm re-engaged. So like <laughs> if at the Burbank 16 or something, I could just go, Hey everybody, I hope you don't mind. You know, they give me a little remote control and you know, people have dinner and appointments they need to get to, but I'll be like, you know, you guys will understand, right? I need to zone out and I could hit the remote and everyone just sits there. You can go mill around, do what you got to do. I'm going to take a little nap and then I can get back to welcome to Marwin or whatever after I finish zoning out and other things that just make me <laughs> zone out. You know, what's boring in movies is the woods. Anytime they're in woods, I'm zoned out like those X-Men movies always in that fucking woods that they're in and all those Canadian movies. It's gray. It's green. It's dour. It's overcast. There's always skulking. There's a sameness to the topography and I just don't like looking at it. Like have it be in like a bright, sunny something. Like I don't like looking at forest woods skulking. I don't like those, like paramilitary movies where there's like the ragtag, even really good movies, like say something like Prometheus, which I think is decent. I know it's, you know, a divisive movie, but whatever, whatever. There's parts where they're in a cave. Like when you're in a cave, dark lighting, I'm like, oh man, Ridley, get us out of here, man. I'm going to zone out. This is too dark. I'm going to zone out. Don't do it. Oh man, they're going to skulk. They're skulking. Skulking is so boring. And all like creature movies, Resident Evil movies where guys are like three clicks away. I'm in the South Court. First of all, I don't know what South Corridor is. I don't know what that fucking means. How, like I always think I'd be like the worst tactical team guy in any movie ever. They'd be like, secure the perimeter south side of the building. I'd be like, yeah, can you, can you point to that? I don't know what South South side is one of my Sacagawea or something. I don't know where South is. That's a, like one of my, I've done that bit before, but like Los Angeles, some like pretty girl will pull up and be like, which way is, uh, which way to Northridge? Is that a one, one Oh one East North? I'm like, I don't know these. What do I have a compass? That means nothing to me. I know like right, left and shit. I don't, I don't know. The Tracy Morgan said that once he's from New York. He's like, tell me up or down or right and left. I don't know what South is. Anyway, when they're in a movie and there's like the tactical team bus in, you know, they kick out of the, the, the SWAT van and they're going around, you know, with their guns and stuff. And they're going down corridors. Resident Evil movies are deadly for this. I'm just dark hallway. Don't know who anyone is. Everyone's got masks. I can't tell who's talking to who. Don't care. Complete zone out. Woods, zone out. Bad projection, zone out. Me having a bad day, zone out. All it adds up to is that like half the movies I see, I am completely totally bored out of my mind maybe i should just stop going to movies <laughs> maybe this is the end goal of this podcast me working through my my uh, mental uh you know quirks about going to the movies they're all leading to this like uh <laughs> this glowing sign that says you don't have to do this to yourself you know give us us free give yourself you know let it go and this last year of course it, I, I was able to let it go, and now they open the Burbank Theater, and I got to go see Chaos Walking, and I will be sound, not sound asleep, but I will be in the deep throes of zone out by 50 minutes in. I don't care. Daisy Ridley could, you know, come out in 4D and sit next to me and watch the movie telling me how great I am. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to take a pass. I'm zoning out. I, I can't. I can't pay attention longer than 50 minutes before the free fall, the heart, the slow heart, the eyes feeling like anvils. I got to stop with the movies. All right. That was just a toss off. Whatever. Hope you enjoyed it. Probably not. But hey, it was silly, right? Wasn't that light and silly? All right. You have a good day. Bye.